You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is episode 54. Welcome, everyone. We have a special guest again. Welcome, Julie Bauer with Paleo MG. Back to the podcast. Thanks for Yay. having me. I can't believe this is episode 54. Isn't that crazy? You were on That's episode insane. 12 or 14 because I, oh, I wow. listened to it today and it was so weird. It That's was like crazy. right when we started. I'm going to close the window. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, let me look it's much here. cooler in Colorado than yeah, if it gets too hard where I've been. Know. No, but, it feels awesome here. Yeah. And it's it was episode like, 14. Oh, yeah, wow. 14. And I was listening to it. I'm like, we sound like such dorks. Because we were like, just brand new. <laughs> and we like laughed at every. We still laugh at everything. I was about to say, so, so that's different. Huh? Yeah. 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 It's pretty much the same. <laughs> it's just episode 54. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know Julie... Where have you been? Um, Julie is a blogger. Go listen to episode 14. Go listen to episode 14. (laughs) Um, Julie is a blogger. She started blogging in 2010, right? 2010? Um, Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, started Paleo, Birds of Paleo MG. Yeah, this is when Birds of And and increased to like 100,000 followers in like eight months, something crazy like that. Yeah, Yeah. I know. So it it just blew up really fast. And and, uh, if you read her blog and follow her, you know why. Very talented. You you uh, released a cookbook last year, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so then now we're here to talk about Paleo Kitchen. Yes. So that's that was released in June. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk all about that and get to your questions today. Um, so first and foremost, I want to talk about the dessert we were just talking about. That you yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just got back from a book tour in Texas. Yeah. Yes. Doing signings and yeah. meeting all sorts of fun people. And you had this Instagram it was a video, wasn't it, of, like, this ginormous... It was, like, a play-by-play yeah. of what was happening this, through this. like, huge, life-size chocolate mm-hmm. kettlebell. Yeah. We didn't know what was happening. So, <laughs> it was in Dallas, like, my first stop, and it was called H- HG Supply Company, this okay. restaurant. And they have, like, all kinds of fruit-infused... Uh, alcohol, like they had like a peach infused gin, and they're all up in these tubs up Ooh, high. Delicious. That, yeah, and I wish I would have got one. I don't know. I did mimosas instead because I hadn't had breakfast. But um, so <laughs> the people I was with knew the owners there, and so the owners, I guess, saw them. And you were there with other food bloggers. Yeah. yeah, the Urban Poser, mm-hmm. Jenny and Ben from them, and they are just finishing up there first cookbook with the same publisher. So we just grabbed some lunch and then the dessert came out and it's this giant chocolate kettlebell and like fully life size. Yes. Yeah. Like full life size. Julie's, it looks Julie's, like a 35 pound yeah. kettlebell. It's on Julie's Instagram, right? Yes. Yeah. And, um, so they're like, get your phones out, watch this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I get my phone Don't out. Tell me twice. Yeah. And they take a, a blow torch to it, a little flame torch and it starts kind of melting a little bit and then they stop it and they poured a caramel sauce on top of that and then it starts to open up the kettlebell and underneath is ice cream and cheesecake like what how did that happen and the ice cream's not even melted so when i saw that photo i thought it was just like the progression of you eating it Mm -hmm. i didn't realize it was like a show it's a show (laughs) i should have done a video but i had no idea what was going to happen it's like just a kettlebell and so then it like forms this fondue pretty much you're like i wish i had angel food cake (laughs) to dip in here now we have cheesecake yeah totally works so you eat the cheesecake but i was in like a sugar coma after that, you just well, it was like, you said it was so for breakfast. Good. Well, it was my breakfast because I had to leave at 
five in the morning, and so. But it wasn't like a dinner. It no, like last this thing. was, it was like, like in the middle of the day, two p.m. Oh, brunch. My gosh. Yeah, <laughs> after mimosas, and then I had a chocolate You're kettlebell. Like, I'm just gonna go to bed now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. I'm just gonna go get diabetes real quick. <laughs> so you've been on tour. Yeah. For weeks. You've been yes. In Portland, New York. Yes, we did Colorado, Seattle, Portland, San Diego, New York, and then we just did Dallas, Austin, Houston. So are you kind of still like getting used to the time zones and like, where yeah. am I? What am I doing? Going, yeah. it's just so hard going from West coast to East coast. Yes. That just sucks. It sucks. Like it's the time change is so awful. Yeah. And then in New York city, it's like this, you know, it's this big, but it's this tiny place yeah. that everything is cramped and you're yeah. like, wait, this is the size of my room? Yeah. Right. And I'm paying $400 a night yes. for this? What? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just totally. a totally different place than what yeah. we have here in Colorado. So it's so many different kinds of people. But then you're around paleo and CrossFit people constantly, so it kind of feels like, the same. These are my people. Yeah. I yeah. felt like that, that way last year we went to the CrossFit Games. I was like, I know these people. Oh yes. Yeah. We're automatically friends today. Right. You, eat, <laughs> you, you eat sweet potatoes out of a Tupperware? Me too. Yes. <laughs> Every day? All right. So tell us about the book tour. What's it been like? Have you been like, just like meeting really cool people? Is there anything that's been people's. surprising? Yes. <laughs> these people I found along the way. My favorite part is when we were in Portland, I've I've always wanted to go to Portland, but I found out the bakery that I've always wanted to go I to. I saw that, yeah. Um, Kira's Bakery. She is a gluten free baker and she has um, won Cupcake Wars on Food Network oh, a wow. couple times. With gluten free cupcakes. Yes. Oh, wow. And they are unreal. And so I was like, oh, we have to stop in. And she wasn't in, and the all the girls knew who I was in there because they make paleo stuff too. Yeah. And she's like, they were all so excited and they called Kira and Kara came in from a um, a meeting and hung out with us. Oh, and that fun. was awesome. That so, awesome. Cool. so it's like cool stuff like that where yeah. you're like, oh, I've heard of this place. And then you get to hang out with those people. And so now I've made friends like all over the place that I can just go. So now I can go to Portland and have somebody to visit. And it's just yeah. so cool. Yeah. That's really making fun. making cupcakes. Yeah. Even better. They're unreal. Her, she has cinnamon rolls. Best thing I've ever tasted in this world. Hands wow. down. Hands down. <laughs> we told Julie not to, not to smack the table because the mic will move and then you guys will hear it. We're like, then we but, want to. So we're now. getting really excited, but we're just not yes. touching the table. Just imagine. <laughs> yeah, just imagine these gestures that we're making. And we can't touch the table and get excited about it. Oh, this is yours. That's really funny. That's amazing. So when you get to meet other bloggers, is it something where you're like, oh my gosh, and you have like just these moments of excitement meeting each other? Well, it depends because I don't follow a ton of paleo bloggers yeah. because I never want to like cheat off of one of their recipes, oh, like that makes try sense. to make it my own because yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. And then you yeah, try to make right. it your own, but it's just pretty much copycatting. Yeah. And you know, that happens all the time. Accidentally, you just make something similar that's because... A, that's a good point. Yeah. You're like, like, reading it and it's like in your head. Yes. You almost like... Right. Like, there are only to. so many ways you can make a chocolate chip cookie, like yes. out of almond flour. Totally. And so it's just easy to... So I don't... A lot of bloggers I meet at Paleo Effects, I don't even know who they are just because I don't go out into the blog, yeah. you know, blog sphere very often. Yeah. But um, Kira was someone who I was so excited to meet because I followed her on Instagram. And then I met a girl last night in 
Houston, two girls, one had done a guest blog on my website and then another, I just follow her on Instagram and her photography is fantastic. And so both of her and her and I were like starstruck with each other. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. She's like, what? I'm so excited. And we're like hugging it out. <laughs> Mutual love. Like, you're, you're so, so cool. cool. No, Instagram. you're so cool. Yeah. So then it's like, that's what's cool to me is, are those people that are just Fun people you like to follow because Instagram's just I like must love their food yeah. just their pictures they take because it's just based off pictures that's why I follow them. I feel like Instagram is so personal too. It's like you yeah. really get a glimpse into people's lives. Like I met I met someone for the first time last week where we kind of like paused and I was like I follow you on Instagram. She's like I'm glad you said that because I didn't want it to be awkward. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, we follow each other on Instagram, so it's like we know I know your life. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's creepy. But it's I mean, in a know, good way. In a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that way about the podcast sometimes. Like, people, we we just had a listener who came to Denver from Dubai, oh, and yeah. we ended up hanging out with her, and I remember I was starting to talk about something, and she was like, uh-huh, I'm just going to pretend like I don't already know what you're about to say. And I was like, right, because you have heard me talk about this before, even though I've never, never met you before. I know nothing about you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. It's I was like, crazy. yeah. Or she's like, yeah, I remember you talking about this. I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> So tell our listeners a little bit about how you and George collaborated to make this book. So we met, well, we met years ago because we started our blogs at the same time. And, um, George is with the Civilized Caveman. Yes. Yeah. And we just started talking because we had like very similar blogs and similar styles. And he would make something off my website and I'd make something off his back and forth. And then we met at Paleo FX two years ago in Austin. And we did a cooking demo together and it was, it had the most people come and watch. And so we're like, I wanted to go with a new publisher. Um, since my first book, I wanted to change up publishers. And, um, I started talking to the publisher and George saw me talking to him and was like, well, how about we write a book together? And I was like, Hmm, well, that's probably very smart. Like we have two different audience bases. Obviously we have yeah. similar audiences as well, but we have different audiences and then there's two minds going at yeah. recipes. Yeah. So it's really helpful to make a whole book. But Julie, you're an only child. I know. <laughs> and that, that's, what's, that's what's hard when you're writing a book with someone when I'm by myself yeah. constantly. And then you're like roommates <laughs> with a person. Yeah. So I would travel out to California and write the book yeah. with him. And I saw, and like, you guys did, uh, was it videos or just a bunch of photo shoots you guys did when you were working on it? We did, well, we did some videos. Yeah. We went out to Pittsburgh to Bill and Haley's house. They have the blog Primal Palette. That's right. And, and you did videos with them way back in the day. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we've, so, we've just done stuff for the Paleo Kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was someone else then. Yeah. Using all these videos. <laughs> I know. All these damn blogs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So we did um, videos with them just to promote our book. So we have like promotional videos and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff that we use for um, media publicity yeah. so people can kind of get to know if right. they actually want to have yeah. us on their show or talk yeah. about us, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we just, it took us, no, I think it's like seven, seven to nine months, I think it took to write our book. Wow. How many recipes are there? There's over a hundred in it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure I the feel exact like number. Just like one person coming up with all that too would be exhausting. It is. Like if it's... you had to sit down and Well, I remember when you did the first one, you would write about how you were having to make recipes that were original for your cookbook, but then also continue to pump out new content for your blog. Yeah. And that was like every once in a while you'd be like, I'm just gonna post about 
my day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that gets so exhausting where you're like constantly posting about food. And, and it's hard. It's just hard to come up with new yeah. stuff. And but the more it, popular you get, the more you feel like you have to do content yeah. regularly. Yeah. And original stuff that they haven't seen before and now it's I think I have like probably over 600 recipes on my website oh, wow. so to come up with right. new stuff all the time it's just yeah it's hard but then sometimes it's really easy so it just yeah. depends on the week but when we were writing the book when I'd come home it was almost like cooking was my hobby again instead of my job it was fun and so then I had more fun doing the recipes on my website because yeah. it wasn't a um, timeline. I could just do them as freedom. That's and then right. in my right. book, it was like, you have to do this for work. Right. right. So it, yeah. it was just, it felt a little bit different, even though it was really yeah. similar. And it just sounds like it was a somewhat challenging process, like in a good way. Cause like, yeah. there was a post you wrote about how, um, it was almost like this, this collaboration, which was really, really a positive thing, but you went through a lot of difficult stuff. Like there was days where you were like, I, we failed at like five recipes and I just wanted to like throw in the towel and I was really totally. frustrated. And, but then there were days where you guys were like in the groove and you were knocked out some recipes in a row that were awesome. Yeah. And, so and like, it, when you fail, then you feel like you're failing the other person yeah. too. And so that kind of sucks because when you're by yourself, nobody else knows right, that matter. you failed. It doesn't matter at all. Right. But when somebody else is there, they see your failure and they see your screw up in the kitchen and then you're like, God, I look like an idiot. <laughs> so just little things like that, that were just frustrating and yeah. we just have our days. And I was on Accutane at this time too. Yeah, so I was probably right. just a bitch yeah. <laughs> and so last time you were here you had like a month left of it yeah. yeah so when we were doing that it was just there was just all sorts of things yeah. but it came out wonderful so cool that you did that with him yeah so and cool. he did all the photography in the book and it's, it's beautiful. gorgeous That's amazing yeah wow. it's beautiful beautiful yeah. pictures he has a studio right no, he oh. literally got rid of his dining room table and oh, we used his kitchen. <laughs> That's Perfect. like, it would be right in the kitchen. I would be cooking and then pass it along to him, which was in his living room, which had like big sliding glass doors to the um, backyard. And that was just our lighting studio. Oh my God. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And yeah. I still don't think he has a dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a yeah. photography yeah. studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So and how you, many meals do you really eat at the dining room table? Yeah. I know. I don't. No, I, I don't have a dining room table. Yeah, there's I, no point. We mean we have one, but it's just used for puzzles mostly. Yeah. We have a jungle book puzzle on there right now. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's fun. How many pieces? 500. Oh. It came in a variety pack of four different Disney puzzles. Target. Dang. And they're like pretty too. They're like, <laughs> if you guys are looking for something to do. We did the Lion King one already, and now we're on the jungle book, and then there's a Peter Pan one and a Princess and the Frog one. So do you work on this all throughout the week? Yes. Okay. I don't really have a job right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. <laughs> Maybe a lot of puzzling. Anyway. Okay, we're going to get back to the too, but I really want, I know everyone probably is dying to know about Jackson. Yes. And tell us about your journey into being a dog mom. He was like, at almost every event we had, he was like the first question. And he was always brought up. Uh, Painting, right? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So these girls. Let me look up the name. Are you? Do you yes, know the name? I think it's Mutt Mugs. Yeah. Like G G Z mm-hmm. Mutt Mugs, and um, these it was. I think it's a girl and maybe her friend. A girl gave it to me, and her mom was taking the pictures, and she like got me. She got a picture of me like opening it, and I'm yeah, like, really? <gasps> it's the cutest photo. You're so excited. It's gorgeous. It's so cute. Yes. Yeah. Like it's M U T T M U G G Z. Yes. Yeah. On Instagram. 
It's the best picture ever. I want. Like I was hoping. To, yes, it's so gorgeous. Amazing. It's exactly like him. Exactly like him. That's okay. like the cutest picture you could get of someone. You're like the cutest thing you could get. I know. Here's a hand painted picture. Yeah. 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 Amazing dog. And, and I mean, they have so many references. So for, to go off of on your Instagram. Yes, seriously. <laughs> Except somebody took my hashtag. What? Wait, what? You should go to the hashtag oh, right I saw now. It. No, the yes. Why? What are they? What are they changed into? Big booties. Big booty hose, man. Big booty hose. Ruining everything. Yeah. And they just, just uh, pop it up. Why this, they... The person who's actually posting it, I had to erase him because he was saying really mean comments to Wait. women on my Instagram. I had to block him. Oh, and it was like just a guy? Because I, it's he a guy or a girl. I have no oh, okay. he, he was just posting like comments on just before I even had it, Jackson, I think. And then now he's been tagging Jackson and or right. the hashtag and all these pictures. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Poor Jackson. You gotta go with another sweet one. little face. And yeah, right. Like the girl like... in a thong. <laughs> Next to some twerking gift. Yes. Like, yes. I think I saw that recently and I was like, what's going on there? Maybe it's just. But, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's really just sad. getting crazy in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just getting pictures of the ladies everywhere. Yeah, you never know. But oh. he's. Amazing. He's the best dog ever. Okay, so what made you decide to get a dog? Well, I've wanted one for a long time, and I wanted a French bulldog, but it just, timing wasn't right, and where I was living, and once my boyfriend and I moved in together, we wanted to get a dog, and I would send him a picture of a French bulldog every single day, (laughs) and the more I sent them, the more he started to kind of like them, and... um, What kind of dog did he want at first? He wants, like, a big dog. He wants still, like, a Saint... Bernard. Not St. Bernard. I don't know. Some kind of large dog that doesn't move very fast and sheds a lot. <laughs> Which is fine. But I just don't want to vacuum it. So I come home one, or I'm at home. He comes home from work. He's like, I'm going to change real fast. There's a knock on the door. And um, I'm like, hey, will you get the door? He's like, no, I don't have any pants on. I'm like, ugh, I have to do everything. <laughs> so I go out, and there's literally this teacup of a little puppy sitting on my doorstep. Oh, that's an adorable story. And so his friend was, like, standing around the corner and just put the dog on the doorstep. Oh. He's sitting on this little pee mat. <laughs> oh, and he's just God. looking up at me, and he looks, and then he starts walking away because he's like, Right. Going on. This lady? I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? What's going on? What the hell? And um, I was like, whose dog is this? And his friend's like, I think it's yours, Julie. <laughs> I get down on the ground and I'm like holding him and he starts licking my ear. Stop it. Yeah, it's like instant love. I'm That's like tearing the up. Best thing I've ever heard. It's you, yeah, the greatest you thing ever. Clearly love this dog. I've <laughs> never loved something ever yeah. so much. That's it's amazing. crazy. So like cute. I don't really want to have kids, but what it must be like to actually birth a child. Right, and this is how you feel about your dog. Like, yeah. I thought that way about my dog. I'm like, if this is like just a fraction of, I can't imagine like growing a human and feeling responsible and love for it. Yeah. And like, I actually had somebody once describe to me, like, you know, when your dog does something cute and you're like, oh, they're so like, look at that, look at them doing that thing. And all they're doing like is looking at you. Yeah. And you're like, look how cute they are. Yes. And like when you have kids, it's that times like a million. You're like, look at the cute thing they did. Yes. (laughs) But I feel like when you post pictures of your dog, it's less annoying than when you post pictures of kids. I totally agree. Because I'm sure when you have kids, everything they do 
is cute, but it's your kid. And people think puppies are cute. No matter if you don't think a puppy's cute, you have no soul. That's just that's just how it is. is. If you don't think (laughs) that especially Jackson, because you post a ton of pictures of him, and they just never get old. No, like every angle. Yes, his his, butt is cute. Oh my gosh, it's adorable, and just like scratch his little butt. (laughs) It's so (laughs) cute. I wish you guys had a visual. Yeah. He is an awesome dog. Yeah. He's so cool. And I just came home, and he is a bike chain for a collar right now. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's trendy. He had to look hard yeah. cool for my boyfriend. Approved, right? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dog. He got a bike chain yeah. collar. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Battles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Exactly. That's so cute. <laughs> so how did you cite on Jackson? Because I remember you were asking yeah. for their names, and you had, like, a gajillion yeah. suggestions. Like- okay. So... Bo Jackson is my boyfriend's favorite uh, baseball player. Okay. And then Jack Bauer from 24, and my last name's Bauer. Mm-hmm. So, because somebody just recommended Jackson, and we were just going through names and then writing them down, any names. I mean, there's, I think there was like 2,000 comments. Say, like, like something crazy. Like, nobody ever comments on much on food. But <laughs> Jackson. And so, um, we just started writing down names, and then Jackson just kind of stuck yeah. yeah it just j- Bo, really Bo Jackson did it yeah. I, yeah when you said that I was like who oh but, okay oh, sure oh, yeah. yeah I'll take your word yeah. for it Bo Jackson's like the craziest baseball player ever who knew he he's so strong he like pulled his hip joint out of place which is pretty much physically impossible just by he was well he was a football player and a baseball player oh. at the same time like Michael Jordan nope basketball See? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> and I don't like sports at all. Yeah. And he's like pretty. I watched yeah. his story. I was like, this guy is so cool. <laughs> yeah. He, so he pulled his hip joint out just by like existing? He, no, it wasn't like he was just walking down the street. <laughs> right, he like got out of bed playing, and was like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> playing football and you see, watch the video and he oh. like barely is hit. He's, like, barely hit, but he was going at so much force that the way it hit him, it pulled his hip oh. joint, and then he stood up, and it went back into play. No! Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, he was so strong, he pulled his own hip joint out. Physically impossible. Unless you're, like, in a crazy car accident or something. Yeah. There was, Brandon used to be a ski patroller, and he has told stories about people who would, like, hit a tree and dislocate their femur. Yes. And that, like, they would have to... Put them in the like the little sled that you go down in, and they had to have somebody lay on top of him to try to minimize the movement because it was like so painful. So the thought of relocating your own. Yes, <laughs> and he just did it himself. Just, like, just stood oh, up and oh walked it off. That's... Yeah, he didn't get to play sports after that. Really, yeah. I mean, right. I think he rehabbed and then he went back, and but he just you're yeah. just never the same when right. you have a fake hip. I just can't. Those videos exist of like I can't watch them. Related accidents. Yeah. I can't watch like the crossing things. But it's not even that. It's Same like literally, it looks like a regular no. football tackle where it's like Ugh. it just hits his right. leg just a little bit. There's no like weird combobulation. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait, really? that's it? Yeah. I thought I was going to see something like here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't really happen. Ugh. Oh my so gosh. Jackson. So that's the name. And then that's hashtag OMG is Jackson. Yeah, but don't, yeah. don't tag oh. it people anymore. Gosh. Wait, they took OMG is Jackson too? Well, yeah, that's what they're posting. Or just paleo, hashtag paleo G. No. For everything? Or hash, his? Uh, his hashtag. Oh. I just wanted a hashtag so people could see him, like, grow yes, up. totally. <laughs> Somebody was like, stop trying to make this hashtag work. I was stop like. trying to make fetch happen. Yes. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. I just want my 
asked people to see my dog since I didn't want to make a oh profile just gosh. for him because right. that's yes. a lot of work to have two profiles. It is a lot of work. So that's I just wanted. Stop yeah. trying to make OMG's job oh, happen. Oh, so so many opinions on Instagram. So many opinions. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I love the post that you did about a month ago. I think it was in May, where you were just addressing the negative commenters. The haters, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. That was just. Haters don't hate. I mean, I know when you put yourself out there like that, it's going to happen. But I think it was just a point where where you just like, okay, enough's enough. Yeah, I I was getting I think it was so... a message board that you said you found. And yes. You don't have to go down that road, but like that was kind of what triggered it, right? Yeah, people like all kinds of people, just negativity on all realms of like eating disorders to like or disordered eating, whichever path you want to go down, um, to being a competitor, to not being like they just hated me at all angles, which you know. I don't get it, but that's okay. But I just wanted to explain like why I stopped competing and why like people hate that I call myself paleo MG since I don't eat strict paleo, even though I post 100% strict paleo recipes. Right. But I'm just doing what works for me and I'm giving other people freedom within their diet to be like, oh, maybe I should try that and see how it works for my diet. And so I just wanted to explain myself in that regard. I really feel like as paleo has gotten more popular, like especially in the last really last year, I feel like there's been so much more conversation about like how there is no one size fits all paleo. Like your paleo may look different than someone else's paleo and that's why paleo works. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't, you know, like you don't have to, you're not, you're not a purist. Right. But that's the thing is like, you you can't like live a whole 30. Like that's not realistic. If you want to like have a life and like not have to cook and grow, you know, if you don't want to like be Amish, it's just hard. (laughs) Like we made these, uh, bacon donuts the other night and my hashtag was Lauren Corday would be mad. Yeah. Because like, he, you know, I don't think that's yeah. what he probably envisioned. No, but if you see Lauren's Courtney's recipes, they're not bacon donuts. Right. They but are not. Let's, but let's be honest that everyone needs some bacon donuts in their life. Yeah. But this is a really good post. It's the May 27th post. And I like at the end, you just say, here's what I recommend to everyone. Live the life that makes you happiest. Whether that's paleo, gluten-free, pure gluten, CrossFit, <laughs> jazzercise, marriage, single, muscular, skinny, really whatever. I don't care. It's your life. Do what makes you the best kind of person. Not because other people do it, but because you love it. And while you're at it, try to keep your negative comments to yourself. No, don't try. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a really great post. I think it was Christmas Abbott. She posted it and it was like, um, something to the effect of, Hey haters, I have so much more waiting for you. <laughs> like if you're gonna hate, then yeah, yeah. Like it, it's just gonna grow. Like it's just grown more and more over time. Yeah. I mean, I had a comment the other day that said "f you" and "f your recipes." It's like why even like just unf- that's the thing that drives me nuts about the internet. It's like if you disagree, if you're so personally offended by what I'm doing, then just. Go, like, just stop reading. Yeah. And I don't ever, I'm never like, I'm going to go find a recipe I hate and tell them I hate it. Right. Like, (laughs) and if a recipe fails, like, when I used to make other people's recipes, I never blame that person. I'm like, I probably did something wrong. Because if there's 500 other comments that said this worked out great and you're the one person that didn't, you probably did something wrong. Right. But... The haters, they just, yeah, they're just angry little people. just don't get why you would not just go like, oh, I see something I disagree with. I'm going to stop looking at it. Yeah. Not like, I see something I disagree with. I'm going to bombard this person with caps lock. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's kind of like Yelp, though, sometimes when people usually use Yelp to write negative stuff. Yeah. People usually don't 
take the time to write positive comments. And it's funny, the only time I've ever commented on Yelp was for positive comments. Because yeah. I was like, these people are so great. I need yeah. to comment about I did this. That too. Yeah. Like if it's negative, I'm like, comment fairy. Do you yeah. guys remember that thing? I think it was like almost a year ago where it was uh, actors reading negative Yelp reviews. Yes. It was the best. I still do that. <laughs> like, Jimmy Kimmel or yeah, I was like, the negative you Twitter, Twitter call comments. yourself yes. a waiter. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they you have a nose that's like a mouse yeah. or something. <laughs> the Jimmy Kimmel mean tweets is yeah. by far the best thing in the entire <laughs> world. And I've legitimately saved all of my mean comments to maybe someday do that. <laughs> totally. Like, it's crazy because yeah. it's funny. It's so funny. It's like Sofia Vergara with mm-hmm. her thick accent oh, reading yes. her mean tweets. <laughs> she, oh. oh my gosh. If, if read Listeners out there, if you haven't seen the mean tweets... You have to watch so every skit. Funny. I almost peed myself re- watching these. Yeah. Like, there's like seven and eight mm. episodes. I just watched them for an hour one day. <laughs> yeah. I think it's such a great way to take the power yes. out of them. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Here you go. Yes. Serving it right back to you. Um, this is somewhat related. Have you seen the woman who reads Beyonce songs as if they were Shakespearean monologues? No. Oh, it's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's like, who do you think you are? <laughs> Drive, like, you know, all these, it's just so, like, what was the one that, um, uh, the song Mine, I think it is, is like, if you listen to the, the way that she does it, it's like, oh my gosh, this song is about, Beyonce is a stalker. Weird. It's so, but their other ones are so funny. Or like, um, what's that one that's like, everything you own in a box to the left? She oh, does yeah. that one, she's like, everything you left, own in a box to the left. <laughs> so good. That's really cute. Okay, so let's get to some of our questions, listener questions. People want to know. Let's do this. People want to know. Um, well, give the people here. what they want. Yeah, give the people what they want. Vanessa says, I love, love, love her. Um, in caps. In caps. <laughs> this is a good caps. Good caps. Yeah, good caps. Janine Wallace says, tell her the cookbook is awesome and to come to Florida on the book tour. People love Florida. They want us in Florida. Really? Maybe someday, yeah. yeah. Why not? What's Who decides, by the way? Who decides your book tour? We do. Okay. Yeah. We pick, like, so the main cities. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, like, um, in the winter when it's warm yeah. down there and cold out here. Yes. She says, I've made about a half a dozen things from the book, and they have all been fantastic. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, everyone's just saying really nice things here. This is so great. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. No, I got to really. take them when I can get to Taryn says, no question. Just thanks for the awesome book. And Jackson, I die. He's too cute. <laughs> I love yeah. him. He'll I do that. Me too. Oh. I write that all the time. I died. died. Oh, I have a great, a great joke. Why? This is now that I say it's great. You're probably not going to think it's funny, but uh, why do teenagers travel in odd numbered groups? Why? Because they can't even. <laughs> That's good. I like that one because um, I started saying that now, and I feel like it's kind of like I die. Like oh, I can't even. <laughs> Alessandra says she's awesome. Her new cookbook is amazing. My kids have loved everything. All caps I've made so far. Fantastic addition to my collection. Um, okay, Megan does have a question here. She says, some paleo things say no sugar ever. Others say you can use agave and honey, and I've even seen liquid stevia used in a paleo recipe from the Paleo Magazine. What are your thoughts on sugars and sweeteners? Well, sugar is sugar. So if you don't want to have a sugar spike or an insulin spike or be, you know, a lot of us gain weight from sugar... Um, feel like crap, we have acne, all kinds of things, don't have sugar. <laughs> but that's, it sucks, but it's that simple of an answer. I eat sugar on a regular basis because I like to. And so um, 
I like coconut sugar a lot. I like to work with coconut sugar. It's not as sweet as you have with like honey or agave um, or liquid stevia. But um, coconut sugar is my favorite to work with. If your goal is weight loss or feeling better, <laughs> sugar is not your well, and best friend. It's true. Like sugar, like your body does not distinguish between an ice cream cone and a banana. Yeah. So unfortunately, I mean, you know, obviously there are chemicals and ice cream cones that you don't yeah. want in addition but in terms of like eating a, like a tablespoon of sugar or eating a you know two or three apples like your body's not going to be able to tell the difference so like if you're that worried about it then you also there are a lot of other things you need to cut out yeah. as well i heard eating like four dates is equivalent to eating a snickers bar in sugar content there you go. So it's like crap. Right. I love dates. Has I like this has more sugar than a Krispy Kreme donut, and it's like yes. all of the naked juices. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So sugar. I mean, just set your goals, whatever that is, and just kind of limit sugar. That's my thing for most people, and I just like it's to have it as a treat. Again. Feels good. Feels good, and we just had. It smells good. Got a little. Got a little. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, Melissa wants to know, can she come to my house and teach me her ways? <laughs> sure, we'll be right over. Coming over, Melissa. Lauren wants to know, what are your absolute can't live without kitchen tools? Um, I use spoons a lot and literally if cereal <laughs> spoons. <laughs> I'll like make cookie dough with a metal spoon. So we had this question the other night at a signing. Um, I love my food processor and I really love my back... When I moved in with my boyfriend, he has a Ninja blender, oh, yeah. but it has the like little cup that you can put on top, and so you, then you can make smoothies to go in mm -hmm. just a little glass, and then you don't mm -hmm. have to clean the whole blender. And I love that because I make protein like coffee drinks in the morning a lot of times, and then it's just real fast. And I do uh, usually cold brew coffee. Yeah. And if I don't have that, I just brew some coffee and then let it cool down in the freezer. And then almond milk. Um, pro I use Formulex chocolate protein powder, and then I'll do some cocoa powder and a little bit of liquid stevia, like three drops in it, and that's about it. Yeah. And then I just put ice in it. It's awesome. That sounds really. Good. It's so so good. <laughs> it's like my. It's so addicting. Have you yeah. got on the bulletproof coffee train? No. Yeah. Not into it. Really? What are your thoughts? And she, for the record, y'all. She just like held up her finger. It was like not into it. <laughs> yeah. Nuh-uh. Like the, oh no, for, she didn't. Yeah, that that was that finger. <laughs> we had this question a lot too. George is huge into bulletproof coffee. He has that in the morning and like doesn't eat breakfast or anything. He has that and doesn't eat till like twelve or one. And I'm like, no way. I wake up first thing I need to do is eat. Yeah. Eat or like just have my coffee for a second and then eat. Mm -hmm. And so um, I. Tried bulletproof coffee at George's for the first time, and I just don't like the taste of it. Okay. It's just like it kind of like it's you know coconut oil or butter, whichever right. one you use, and it's like kind of slippery in your mouth because the oil. Yeah. It feels like you just drank chapstick. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it totally. Yeah, that's it a doesn't great. Taste like it, but it feels like it because yeah. like, you got all this like oil. It's like filling. Yeah. <laughs> and I use heavy cream in my coffee, which is pretty much the same thing, right. just yeah. in a different form. Yeah. So I like that and it doesn't have the same just texture yeah and it's not as much work i don't have to blend it i just gotta yeah. pour and stir yeah i'm simple is better yeah. type of person yeah there you go okay i have one. Oh, it's from instagram go um okay well first of all 
Barge, barge. <laughs> I love our screaming. We have one person who follows us called Asian Dad Asian Problems. Dad problems. <laughs> That's <laughs> my favorite name. That's awesome. It's just great. Anyway, shout out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Asian Dad Problems. Uh, barge, barge. <laughs> Ask her about her transition from competing CrossFit 100% paleo to where she is now. Um, so I just wanted to say, listen to episode 14 because that basically was a lot of what we talked about. Yeah. So for barge, barge, go back and listen, and those questions will be answered. Um, but EP Gabriel says, do you ever still crave a non-paleo item? And I assume they're probably talking about like straight junk food. If so, what do you do to fight it? And if not, what or when, what slash when did it just click off? Um, I don't really crave, um, non-paleo stuff or non-gluten-free stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the most I crave is like pizza, but I don't crave regular pizza, like the Pizza Hut or Papa John's or anything like that. I just crave, I really like against, uh, against the grain pizza that you can get in the box at like Whole Foods or Mm -hmm. Sprouts here. Um, and it's a gluten-free one, but that's pretty much just tapioca flour and then eggs. And then they have mozzarella for people who don't have dairy. That's harder. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, that's the most I crave. I'm actually getting pizza after this because we have no food. Since Perfect. I've been gone, my boyfriend, of course, has gotten no food. Yeah, so, so I'm going to pick I'm up really some food pizza. Thank you for doing this. Claire totally and I judging like, you. We, yeah. Like, she just <laughs> has so much travel. Yeah. She's got back this, this afternoon. Yes. No, it's not a problem at all. I like I you guys. But <laughs> I, I crave gluten-free pizza. I crave gluten-free, like, snacks more, like a yeah. cupcake or um, a pizza. But I think it kind of clicked off when before I would do strict paleo Monday through Friday mm-hmm. and then Saturday and Sunday was like an all out binge fest. Yeah. It was like anything I could shove into my face in 48 hours. I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Oreos to like any oh kind gosh. of new chips ahoy yeah. that they had just weirdly produced <laughs> anything I could eat. I was looking for. Um, and then I would feel so terrible on Monday and my workouts would be crap that I was like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. And so yeah. I just went strict paleo. And then, so I think it probably, it probably took like two years of going back and forth from strict paleo to binging to trying not to binge as much before yeah. it clicked off where I was like, I just don't want to eat that. It's sketchy. Yeah. There's no point yeah. in having like a weird ding dong, you yeah. know? <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, weird. Yeah. Voodoo donuts yet? No. I haven't either. I want. We need to go. I want so to. I did a 5K on Sunday where you got a voodoo donut at the end. Mm-hmm. Best reason to run a 5K ever. Yeah, well. absolutely. But yeah. I got them all with the Captain Crunch on top, and it was just instant diabetes. I was like, yeah. I tried so to eat sugar. so much sugar, and I was eating it, and because it's like a donut, and then with dessert on top of the donut as well. And it kind of also made me think, like, did I used to just eat this as a kid? Yes. I totally ate Captain Crunch as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just like, all right, ready for the day. Yeah. No, no. How ready did I do that? that? My gums are completely bleeding, <laughs> but I feel great. <laughs> but I am just so jazzed about everything. In 30 minutes, I'm going to be in a coma. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, it, it was delicious, but like, wait, it was bad. Too much. Too yeah. Much. That's why I don't think I, I think I would have one bite of it just to say I experienced yeah, yeah. voodoo donuts and then not really want it. I I feel like it looks so amazing, but then it is you have good. like one bite, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I don't it. necessarily think that it's like that they're that much better than normal donuts. Yeah, they yeah. just have put a name. To yeah, and they and they do crazy stuff. I was gonna say like they're slightly more creative, but like the donut itself is pretty much your standard donut. Yeah. There's a place in town called Beatbox Bakery. It's over by my house in City Park, mm-hmm. and it has it's like a vegan place, but they have gluten free donuts, and they're fantastic. Ooh, like they're so good, and they had sprinkles and Beatbox Bakery. I do love yeah. sprinkles. Yes, I when I saw it, I was like. 
Oh my gosh, I need multiple of those. <laughs> All of that right now yes, in my please, body. Please. <laughs> oh, so you funny. have more? Um, yes. So, Allie wants to know how you got in such good shape. You look amazing. Oh. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> well, it thanks, started Alice. as born. No, I have really good genes. No, I actually oh don't my work God. out at all. Yeah, I don't actually work out whatsoever. So, so, wait, I, right before we came over here, there was this outside I, on Facebook. Outside Magazine posted this article about Rich Froning that was like, Rich Froning looks like this, and he doesn't diet. And I was like, Well, no, shit, he doesn't diet. The guy works out for like eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and his genetics. Yeah, are also freakish. He's crazy. Yeah. I don't have those genetics. But <laughs> um, I've done CrossFit for four years now. And I competed in CrossFit for two years, and then nowadays I do, depending when I'm traveling, I do CrossFit four to six times per week, and that's it. So I don't really, I used to run and like cycle sometimes, and now I just don't do that at all, because I'm like, that's just a lot of work that I just don't have time for. (laughs) So I just CrossFit, I just lift, I do you know the cardio so the metcons that you have in crossword workouts but you just do normal programming at, at, yeah do your own are you still no. coaching yeah, yeah. i coach okay. just monday wednesdays now cool. and so i keep having to cut back more and more but i'm just traveling all the time yeah and then i'll be traveling more come in the fall so it'll just be kind of hard to coach but i love yeah. i still love to coach and like yeah. like to be in the social scene of CrossFit and but I went to CrossFit Central in Austin and did a workout and I was in their advanced class because that was the only class they had at that yeah. time and then you're in another gym you have to like right you know, so, yeah yourself yeah, totally. like, and so I had to do like everything prescribed and I did Diane as prescribed which is handstand push-ups and we talked about that deadlift yeah. oh we did yeah well we talked about that at the regionals yes we went to regionals that was the first workout we talked yes about that. Yeah. and I mean my time was 340 then and it's 6.03 now. Yeah. So I've added time, but I was really happy about that because I never do prescribed. And I yeah. woke up the next morning and I was like, I hate my life so much. <laughs> Why and did I do ring dips And I'm still so sore. Oh, like, ring dips are not. They're screwed up. Yeah. I just don't feel like they're supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not. They don't feel. It doesn't yeah, feel normal. Yeah, I wish we had a camera. She just, just like almost rubbed her boobs. <laughs> not supposed to do normal. <laughs> but I just do. I do the normal programming at the gym. I normally don't do prescribed. Once mm-hmm. in a while, I'll do a prescribed kettlebell swing. <laughs> but <laughs> the winter, I'm like, okay, I'll do this today, guys. <laughs> but I just, I like to lift heavy in the beginning and then yeah. go a little bit lighter in the workout so I can just go a little faster. Totally. Because if it's 100, you know, 155 squat cleans, like right. 155 pound squat cleans, uh, hell no. I'm not doing that <laughs> in the workout. So I'll be like, okay, 85 is my, work, my right. weight today and I'm right. quite okay with right. that. And you, you finish in like 90 seconds and you're like, fastest time. Yeah. No big deal. It's cool, guys. Put it on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Such a stud. Um, um, hold on real quick. Oh. Speaking of your boobs not yeah. doing ring dips, I had a conversation the other day about somebody who popped an implant during a kipping pull-up. What? Really? Yeah. How do you pop it? it? I don't know how you pop it. Like, so... In our gym or just... No, no, no. Just, like, I was talking to someone. And so I used to have fake boobs, which I'm sure I've talked about on the podcast where I remember because your reaction was like, what? It was just so weird. I just thought... I got them out because they were just uncomfortable, but, um... 
so this girl, she, I will, she shall remain anonymous because she probably doesn't want me to just tell the world that she has fake boobs. <laughs> had fake boobs, but well, she. Well, I just was like, you already had them taken out. Like, I couldn't believe you had had them. And, and yeah. Then I was like, what? You're yeah. like 20? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was, I was 19 <laughs> when I got them in. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but. She said that she popped in three times doing CrossFit, and the last time, she finally just was like, you know what, just take them out, because every time she had to get them re-put in, she had to, like, go through the whole recovery process again, which is, like, yeah. a month, two months, and she was de- she was demoing, a mo- she's a coach, she was demoing a, mo- a movement, she was doing a kipping pull-up, and she, like, came through the kip and just felt it pop. And she said that she, like, came off the bar and was like, I'll be right back, and had to go, like, there was another coach there and had to have him, like, cover the rest of the class, because she didn't chew up to him was like, my boob just popped. That doesn't make any sense. It's just like... She needs a different doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you, boobs are not supposed to just, just pop. Well, unless you're in a car accident and it, right, like, and it like yeah. well, impact. And sh- yeah, I don't know. I mean, and this was not the first time it had happened, so I don't know if, like, there was something about, like, her anatomy that made it less stable yeah, or what. Yeah, that is so was definitely weird. Because she said that she had she popped three of them before she finally was like, screw it, I'm just getting them taken out. That is I was like, so weird. I've never, even, ever heard of that. No. But, a warning for people who are going into CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my gosh. Anyway, I thought that was incredible. I can't imagine what that would yeah. feel like. Oh. Hmm, good times. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little public service announcement for the ladies. Yes. Um, I love how Joyce yeah, steers it back in yeah. direction. Come, Come back. on, guys. Come back. Come on, we're going back. Come back, y'all. <laughs> well, almost out of time, and I know Julie wants to get home to pizza. her boyfriend and pizza. Yeah, and her dog. Her and pizza. Dog, yeah. Boyfriend and dog, so, yes. My last question, because I'm selfish, and I want to know about your Fashion Fridays. Yay! Good! <laughs> I love my new Fashion Fridays. Gosh, that I got some hate for that, especially oh, when I no, first I started. Them. It's like They're so it's fun. Like eye candy. It's like, oh, oh that's so Look cute. Look at all these cute outfits. Oh my gosh, those shorts, that skirt. Yeah. Well, I just... I think CrossFit girls in particular have a hard time finding clothes. We're just yeah. shaped differently, and a lot of clothes aren't made for muscular bodies. And I know that I've shrunk down a little bit than since I stopped competing, and so it's a little bit easier to find clothes. But I really like just sharing where some of those outfits are from or where you can get similar outfits or where you can get good priced outfits. Yeah. Because I don't buy clothes that are that expensive once yeah. in a while, like... The most expensive thing I think I buy are shoes. And I mean, that's still like $75 max type of thing. And so I just wanted to share that kind of information on the blog so people could find that. Because another blogger I follow, she used to do that. Mm -hmm. And I just love Sorry, there's yeah. Okay. There's just someone coming up Are you getting shot at? Don't worry. Oh, cherry. <laughs> By a, the smallest gun ever. Running over the cherry. So, yeah. <laughs> there's and a child outside with a cap yeah, gun. Yeah. <laughs> Julie's like, take cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I live in City Park. You never know what's gonna happen over in Denver, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to share outfits, and I just was having so much fun with it. And people definitely give me crap about it, but, I mean, it's my blog. I can do whatever the crap I want. I think it's so fun. It's just fun doing different things. So I'm going to start doing weekly workouts on Mondays and then Mm -hmm. Fashion Fridays. So I get to share what workouts I've done, whether it's on the road or another Mm -hmm. gym or in my own gym, and then Fashion Fridays. So then you get, like, different things to look at on the blog. broader spectrum. Yeah. Because... Some people just don't love all recipes, so at least they have something else to yeah. look at on the blog. Yeah. But I just love doing it's it. It's so fun. And then I have to dress up more often. I think yeah. it makes me put on more I feel like clothes. that, like, 
it's kind of fun though because I feel like in Denver it's so hard. Just in Colorado, like nobody yeah. ever dresses up for anything. Yeah. So you can you can get away with jeans and a t-shirt at literally any occasion. Yes. And which is nice, and yet it means yeah. you never really have to really kind of, learn how to dress yourself. It kind of inspires us to kind of amp up our game a little bit. Yeah, like, it's dress fun. Cute and it's fun. And I noticed a lot of the clothes you've um, bought from Pink. Yeah. That? Is it Pink in yes. Creek? And I've driven by that store. I know people who aren't local are probably annoyed, but there's a store in Bonnie Bray neighborhood. Yeah. And I drive by it all the time. Yeah. And I've always wondered, is that a good boutique? And so yeah. I saw all your clothes are from there. I'm like, and I need to go. I've so always cute. driven by the one in the Highlands, uh, Inspire. And Inspire been, like, is my favorite. Really? Because I've always driven by it. I'm like, I don't know. It's on 32nd and Tejon. Right? I forget because I always go to the one in Cherry Creek. Okay, so but there's is also one over right by Highland Tap. Inspire. Yeah, okay. with a Y. Mm-hmm. Inspire. And that one's really big in the Highlands. It's bigger than the Cherry oh, okay. Creek location. It's awesome. I just cool. met the owner the other day, and they're just so cute there, and they have the oh. best stuff. So I love that, and I love Starlet, which is in yeah. the Highlands and mm-hmm. in on Broadway. Yeah. So I just love doing Haley Grace is another one. So this is really sorry people who aren't in Colorado, yeah. but all those <laughs> boutiques are just I just love smaller boutiques like that yeah. that aren't crazy expensive yeah. too. Right, you which is kind of like a yeah hard oh, to the find the balance and rock a jumper. Oh, thanks. Oh. They're my favorite. You I got a full so jumpsuit cute. the other day. But how do you pee in a jumper? You, just you, take you get naked. Okay. I did that in Portland. I took the entire jumper off in a porta potty. So I was naked in a porta potty. Wow. Yeah. That is dedication. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's hard. And then you have to hover while holding your clothes. Right. Because you can't sit down no, while you're fully naked. Nothing, nothing can touch in a porta potty. No, nothing. nothing. And it was a white <laughs> jumper too. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's brave. I know brave. it's really bold. I almost yes. would rather pee like pop a squat outdoors than pee in a porta potty. No, I don't agree. It's more sa- way more sanitary. Yeah, that's I also true. kind of love popping squats, but don't worry about it. Okay. That's another topic. Another topic: <laughs> boobs and squatting. <laughs> another day it's another like day. you know primal oh, well Julie thank you so much for coming again yeah. I know you've had like the craziest couple months and it's just such a joy to have you here no thank you tell joy your, tell your boyfriend you're the joy oh, <laughs> oh I see what you did there <laughs> that boyfriend thank you for letting us steal you away tonight oh and Jackson too because yeah. I know he misses you yeah um, so listeners get her book Payload <laughs> Kitchen Finding Primal Joy in Modern Cooking oh, Amazon bookstores just love no. Yes, it's in Costco, it's in Barnes & Noble, it's in local bookstores like the Tattered Cover yeah, here. But in all, and yeah. you're, but I can't believe we haven't even mentioned yet, you're a New York Times bestseller. Yes! yes. New York Times bestseller. So Hello. cool. Yeah, we made New York Times, we made USA Today bestseller, and then we just found out yesterday that we made like Globe bestseller, which is a Canada, so it's their New York Times in oh, Canada. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I never even knew about sure. that. Why not? So it's we'll been, it it's crazy. Oh, Didn't so expect that at all. You. Thank so you. you. Congratulations. Thank so, you so much. Everybody check her out, paleomg.com. Thank you again. Thank you, guys. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.